Hello, everybody. Welcome to the PA Turn Pod on this ever so unique uh, Football Wednesday edition. Thank you to the Thanksgiving holiday for jumbling up our plans. I am Rob, joined as always by Joel. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. Got a burst of energy. Right now, it's officially Thanksgiving on the East Coast, anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but not burst in Canada, of energy. Though. Not in Canada, unfortunately. They have their October Thanksgiving. Um, we're recording later than usual. I think by normal times, we should be wrapping it up, but this time we're starting. In theory, right now, we're actually we're recording a day and a half early, if you want to go uh, positive. That is true. That is true. We usually do 1 o'clock on a Friday. Instead, it's 12 a.m. or 1, 1 a.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> Mind you, yeah. I just worked an 11-hour shift and then cleaned the entire house. Yeah, why is that? Uh, what? Spring cleaning? <laughs> yeah, we're... we're Fall cleaning? Sprinkling. Yeah, are you uh, putting up the Christmas tree right now? Tree's been up. Um, we are now... <laughs> um, we, we found out like two days ago we're hosting now, so got to clean everything up. Yay, hosting the World Cup. I like it. Yes. Um, we cannot be corrupted. However, I can be bribed. And then they were listening to last week's episode, so... <laughs> Now, all of a sudden, you are hosting the World Cup festivities. Um, but other than that, I'm doing well. I'm just After this, I'll finish editing this podcast, and then I'll be building my PC that I have finally around me. I'm surrounded by a lot of tech. So once this is done, I'll be in the new PC. How about I've you, I've been sir? hearing about this for a while. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I've been hearing about that for a while now. Um, I... I'm probably going to, depending on what time we finish, I'll be up within four hours most likely because um, we're going to cook the turkey low and slow, uh, 250, which means it'll be in there for about six hours. Oh, so and, it falls uh, off the bone? Yeah, and every year for, for friggin' Thanksgiving has to be an hour earlier than it was the previous year. It's like daylight saving, so I think we're doing 3 o'clock this year. So turkey's got to be done by like 2. You're doing a 3 p.m.? Yeah. You guys are early birds. No pun intended, though. Well, yeah, everybody's got family they got to go see. So, I mean, you know how so it is. The older double? you get, the more houses you got to do. Really? I didn't know that. I yeah. thought you just knock out the one and that's it. Well, that's what I was hoping for, but some people have, um, you know, like multiple obligations, obviously. Ah. Uh, that means you can't you gotta save your appetite. <laughs> yeah, but three is, uh, three is the move now, which is good because... Three o'clock should be right around halftime of the um, of Giants the, Cowboys, or maybe right after halftime of the one of the oh no the well no the the twelve will be over then at that point right yeah what do we do twelve was it twelve thirty four and then eight I believe so twelve thirty four thirty eight twenty okay so I mean but it's perfect because you get a little bit of a lull there Buffalo will have won by fifty three and you know Josh Allen have eaten the turkey leg. And then, um, and then we go to the the half to, or the the studio. And then we all drink beer and eat, you know, pretend we like turkey, and then um, yeah. sit down and watch the next game. I think. They, do you think they should have flexed? I mean, we're jumping ahead right here. We have a little stacked uh, rundown, but do you think they should have flexed the Cowboys Giants to the night game? I think they should have flexed. Yeah. Well, well, the Cowboys traditionally, I think, get the four. I don't know if that's like if that's just like a thing or if that just happens to be a coincidence, but I feel like as long as I've been watching football on Thanksgiving, they've had the four o'clock game. It's probably because Texas um, is one o'clock, right, at that time, or not, not even. One yeah, o'clock. well, well, two o'clock. Uh, D- Detroit usually gets the one. I don't know how the heck Detroit wound up with the one o'clock game every single year on Thanksgiving, but whatever. At least at least they get the, a decent opponent every year. Yeah, um, honestly, and they get and they get the spotlight on them. But I mean, Detroit. For a couple of times, they show out. It's like their Super Bowl, if, if anything, is the uh, Turkey Day. Yeah. That, if, if anything, I maybe would have thought about flexing the night game to Sunday and grabbing one of the Sunday games and moving it to this Thursday. <laughs> you don't um, like the Vikings? No, I don't care about Vikings and Pats. But what does that do for me? Um, prime candidate. Easy bet. <laughs> yeah, prime candidate, be, I think before the season, would have been Rams-Chiefs. That would have been a great game. <laughs> But uh, at this juncture, considering the Chiefs not to jump ahead are fifteen and a half point favorites, um, yikes! I think the next best game, if you're if, so, say we can't touch the the primetime games, we can't touch Eagles, uh, Packers, oh, and uh, was it horrible. Niners and Saints? 
I think the next best game on the slate that you can think about um, flexing up is uh, Bengals, Titans, or Bucks, Browns. No. I mean, I don't. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't really care about Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones on Chargers, Thanksgiving. Chargers, Cardinals. That's the one right there. Yeah, Justin Herbert fun. in another primetime game. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Gimme, gimme. Kyler. Plus, they can do the whole hard knocks thing with Kyler and the uh, the cards. Yeah. All right. Um, this episode we're gonna have. I'm gonna cover the Ben Ten return. He finally played. Rob. He finally played a game in Philadelphia. And it went perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> For one person. Um, and then we'll do the uh, week 12 picks, a little scramble, and then we'll, we'll have a Thanksgiving food draft. A little five-rounder. Should be fun. A little different from last year when we did... Um, the same list. When we did basically had the same like seven or eight <laughs> things together. I, I'm very annoyed, and I'll explain it in a moment as it relates to one of the Ben 10 things. All right, let's just jump into it. I mean, the Sixers defeated the Nets. In Philadelphia, 115-106. Clap your hands, everybody. (laughs) That's me after watching him shrug. That's the actual crowd from uh, Wells Fargo. (laughs) When he uh, he hit Brick and Fur Chicken. And this is without the big three. Well, Sixers' big three in Embiid, Maxi, and Harden. And we still beat the Nets, yeah. who had their big three. I'll take this dub. Yeah, the Nets got off to a really hot start. They were up 10-2 in the first like three minutes. And uh, the Sixers weathered the storm. And it, this, the story of the game really was how quiet the Nets' prominent players were. Um, Durant you know, got his 20 points, and Kyrie had his 23, and Simmons was okay, but Generally speaking, they were they were kind of invisible, especially in the second half. I'm pretty sure Durant had no points in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, in part due to the fact that PJ Tucker was glued to him. But the Sixers, it feels like every time they're missing guys, they play better. Like I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago they played on um I believe it was a Sunday afternoon in LA against the Clippers, and Shake Milton dropped like forty that game. I think I, I think yeah, I remember. one of those is Weird games. Every year they're due for one game on primetime where they, first of all, they hit 15 threes. And in this game, they hit 16, but they're due for one game where they just, they just go nuts from, they go ballistic from deep. And then they're due for another game where they're missing half their team and they win. So <laughs> it really was, it, it, once they got the lead, which was in the first, I believe, um, it was one of those things where we almost usually see it from the opposite perspective. Mm-hmm. where a team will have you know a seven-point lead on the Sixers, and as soon as the Sixers get it down to like three, it balloons back up to seven or eight again. That's kind of how it was, but in the opposite direction this game. It was the Sixers have an 11-point lead. Brooklyn gets it down to four, back up to seven. Here it goes back up to nine, timeout Brooklyn. It was one of those deals. And um, from watching this game, I think that the biggest takeaway I had outside of the, you know, the, you know, the big names, like the, the player that stood out to me the most um, mm-hmm. was Joe Harris because he was horrible. I've never seen a guy be such a net negative. Uh, I get it, net <laughs> negative. Um, just a, such a net negative as Joe Harris was on um, on Tuesday night. I mean, so you're saying Katie wasn't off when he n- named him in the list of that rant of can't win with these guys. Maybe he, uh, maybe it took a toll on him. So, uh, no Embiid, no Maxi, no Harden. Uh, Tobias Harris came back. He did get hurt middle of the game, but he came back and uh, shot the lights out afterward. Sixers were 16 for 30 from deep. They out-rebounded Brooklyn 49-35, partially due to the fact that Brooklyn missed so many shots. But they also had 20 offensive rebounds, which I never feel like the Sixers have ever gotten an offensive rebound. Exactly. But apparently yeah. they, they are one of the best offensive rebounding teams. 20-4 to four on the offensive glass. Turnovers, Brooklyn had 15, Philly had 9. Bench points, how many times have we talked about bench points? For Brooklyn real. had 29, Sixers had 47 bench points. Say that one more time? 47 bench points. Look at uh, that. Including 19 from Paul Reed and I believe 16 from George Niang. Yeah. Um, and then how's this for big threes? So the, the big three of Durant, Irving, and Simmons combined mm-hmm. for 54 points on Tuesday. The big three of Harris, Tobias Harris, DeAnthony Melton, and... Shake Milton, 62 points. So they outscored the big three for Brooklyn. 
Tobias had 24, six and three. He, um, like I said, he got hurt. I think in the third quarter came back and played very well, hit some big shots down the stretch. DeAnthony Melton, 22 points. Uh, he started shake Milton, 16, six and five, Paul Reed, 19 and 10 off the bench. George Niang had 16 points. He was four for five from the three point line, uh, for Brooklyn. Kevin Durant had his uh, 20 points, five assists, five rebounds. He was a minus 10. Kyrie Irving at 23 points. He was a minus nine. And uh, our, our old pal, 11, 7, and, uh, and 11, good for minus nine in the entire game. He um, he only recorded one stat in the fourth quarter, and it was a foul. No points, no assists, no rebounds. <laughs> the which Danny was a Green bad treatment. beat for me. And he also missed two free throws to win Sixers fans five Chick-fil-A Nuggets from Chick-fil-A. He, uh, he, after the game, he said, uh, by the way, Seth Curry was uh, pretty good, 14 points off the bench, but he looks very slow and very hobbled, so I don't know what's going on with him. Um, one one thing, uh, Simmons after the game said that he thought the, the crowd would be louder. I think they would have been louder if they weren't um, frantically downloading the Chick-fil-A app so that they could capitalize on the free food. <laughs> uh, the thing that annoys me is I don't have the rewards showing in my account. Still, which is weird because I had the one for Giannis a few weeks ago, but not this one. Maybe you can only redeem one per week or something. Ah, that's bogus. But uh, finally, Simmons and Giannis—they've been compared to each other for as long as Simmons <laughs> has been in the league. They finally have something in common. They won us chicken. Giannis won us. Uh, was it twelve pieces or ten pieces? Whereas uh, Simmons only got us five. I mean, you couldn't scripted any better i mean as you mentioned you had a bad beat i mean you were what a, a point right off yeah from winning your bet yeah i had uh over 11 and a half over five and a half and over seven and a half and he had 11 7 and 11 he had 11 points going into the fourth quarter he finished the fourth quarter with 11 points One and foul. Jacques vaughn with about two and a half minutes left pulled all of his good players off the floor and put all the um the janitors and you know <laughs> psychology majors onto the floor Dude, I mean, 29 points, we would be like, all right, I'll take 29 points off the bench. 47? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I would ever even dream of that. That's yeah. life. And again, that's without your big three. So that won't happen, obviously, with one, if yeah. not both, or three of them are on the Keep court. Keep in mind, but... that's with three of your bench players starting. You know, three of the guys that normally would be on the bench. They only went with a 10-man rotation. They started, I believe it was Tucker Harris. Milton, Melton, and um, I think they started Montrez Harrell, actually. Harrell, yeah. And then they went with Reed off the bench. Um, Niang. Yeah, Niang came off the bench. Corkmuth? Uh, Cork played a little bit. And I, I can't for the life of me remember who else played. House? Um, yeah, Daniel House and um, who the heck else? Let me just look it up. Uh, most likely Milton. No, not Milton. You'll find it. Um, yeah, they went with uh, the fifth bench player was, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, Thibel. Thibel had a three-pointer. They also, they said supposedly only had a 10-man rotation, but Julian Champagne came in, and so did uh, Michael Foster Jr. They each played down in the uh, in garbage time. So maybe garbage there's only time. a 10-man, like, real player rotation yeah. and not, uh, you know, Blue Coats guys. It would have been nice to see Jaden Springer, who is uh, racking up the miles between um, – the field house in Delaware and Wells Fargo center, but he hasn't really done anything this season and he seems like uh, a bust. So this would be this stretch of time to see him. And we haven't seen him at all. Exactly. Doc doesn't trust him anyway. Um, now who, who is it to blame now for the Nets? Cause they thought Steve Nash can't coach, lost the locker room. They can't win it. Now, in hostile environment, you have your big three in there against a team that doesn't have their big three, and yet you still lose. So, is it Steve Nash's fault still? I don't know, man. The Nets just look really slow. The entire not game, insane, bro. Yeah, the entire the whole. If you're gonna maximize Simmons, first of all, playing him at the five is not the way to go. If you're gonna play him, he's got to have the ball in his hands, and he can't really work with you know Kyrie and a Kevin Durant. But he wants to run, and every time they get the ball, they want to go deliberately and slowly up the court and then just go iso ball and, like, street ball with Durant and Irving. Last year when they when the Sixers played the Nets and it was a really big emotional game, 
Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was Kevin Durant that took the bull by the horns and said, no, we're, we're not doing this. Yeah. And in this game, he was very quiet. I mean, he still had his 20, but he wasn't Kevin Durant. At, at no point during the game did I say, oh, no, that's Kevin Durant right there. I was just like, yeah, that's, that's a tall guy. He's a decent little basketball player. At no point did he take over, and at no point did Kyrie take over. It really felt like the Sixers were in total control after the first quarter. Maybe they didn't get up for this game. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if yeah, I were... No, nothing could have prepared them for this. If I was uh, Ben's teammate, uh, Joe Harris or Claxon, I'd probably play a little bit extra, a little bit more motivated because that's my boy, my teammate. Let's go out here and win one for him because we all know yeah. how it would shut them up, shut the Philly fans up. If you come yeah. in and beat them, now granted, obviously it wouldn't be without the big three, Maxi, Harden, and Embiid, but still a W is a W, and in Philly, in the rival, it, yeah. it's like a moral victory, if anything. But yet you maybe didn't do it, that? Yeah. Mm. Maybe it just didn't mean anything because they beat them last year. Um, it, it, if anybody knows about playing in hostile environments after leaving a team, it's Kevin Durant for leaving Oklahoma City and Kyrie Irving for leaving both Cleveland and Boston. Yeah. So, I mean, if anybody should know how to handle those situations, it's those two guys. And they combined for 43 points, but they needed more from those two guys. I think they're going to either make a big trade to add another piece or they might just get rid of uh, Ben. He doesn't really fit yeah. that. He doesn't fit. Uh, it seems like Kyrie Irving could be on the way out, so who knows what happens there. Yeah, just drama. It's like Kevin just wants to just do this solo with a bunch of guys. He can't do it with another superstar. It's the ego thing. And all three of those players need the ball in their hand, and there's only one ball to go around. Yeah. So... It is what it is. I mean, good win for the Sixers, though. Big win. And then they dropped tonight's matchup on the road to Charlotte, which is a schedule loss. I mean, yeah, come off, you know, off of that. Four and 14 Charlotte Hornets. Schedule loss. Yeah, but, well, uh, Terry Rozier always beats them anyway, so that's what I'm going to try. Since Boston, out. yeah. Jesus Christ. But uh, eh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, hopefully we get Maxi and Embiid back, and then Harden, obviously, when he gets back uh yeah, at somewhat it strength. Sounds like Harden and Embiid are going to be rehabbing together, which means their timelines might line up. Maxi will probably be back before them. But so far, if you keep winning these games, these big games like against the Nets, I'll yeah. take it, or at least yeah, stay I, competitive. I, I hope I'll they're both cool back by Christmas. Hopefully, for your sake, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got uh, Harden in the Garden. Yeah, I need it. You need, need it. it. Bad. <laughs> All right, um, let's move up to uh, this week's NFL matchups. And like you mentioned at the top of the show, we have uh, a slate of games for uh, Thursday. And it's not your typical Amazon Prime game. You got some uh, actual, eh, well, we'll debate maybe one game is worth watching. The other two you're probably not too much care for. You could argue two of these might be decent. You just definitely hit the Vikings matchup for sure. We have uh, the early window, Bills at Lions. They'll be in Detroit for the second week in a row. Yeah. Then, they will uh, be playing for custody of the stadium. <laughs> basically. It's, it's like, uh, remember the ladder match between uh, Eddie Guerrero and, um, <laughs> and Ray Mysterio? And yeah, they, they played for, for Dom. They, they fought for this, the child. This Dominic. is the Bills and Lions fighting for the, um, for the deed to Ford Field. I know you haven't watched wrestling lately, but did you know Dominic is a wrestler? I did. He's, I, I, I caught an WWE? episode of uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, I caught an episode of something a few months ago, and I saw the name, and I was like, this feels like a, a thing. Like, it might not be real, and then I Googled it, and I, yeah, what a world. Yeah. Dominic Mysterio is his uh, ring name, yeah. or actual name. <laughs> yeah, it might actually. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had a falling out with his dad on screen, and then he le- he's now a heel, basically. Oh, jeez, that was a lock. Yeah, he's a heel. Anytime there's family in wrestling, they have to break up at some point. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't want but, your guidance. All I did was try to help. <laughs> it's been, but it's been the best thing for his career. Really? He's gotten better on the mic. He's gotten does more he wear confident. A mask? No, he does not. He doesn't wear a mask uh, at all. So he can't be mysterious. It's, it's Dominic. Not so mysterious. Well, we saw his face since he was a little kid, so it's kind of like takes the allure out of him. Yeah. He's have had they, that uh, slim they, shady hair. <laughs> have they made any allusions to the ladder match? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. They love Eddie. Yeah. They, true, they yeah. bring up Eddie. They, they they profit off him. They use all of the energy they would have given to Chris Benoit and just 
double up what they give to Eddie. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't say that name. I mean, who? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you're right. If it was Benoit, they wouldn't even mention it at all. Nah, like, oh, they're talking talk about how uh, CTE comes from ladders. You want to kick off our uh, Thursday games, and I'll try to just throw it all up on the Excel sheet. Yeah, so leading off the week, we have the 1230 game. The Lions host the 1230 game every Thanksgiving. Uh, Bills Lions, <laughs> Buffalo minus nine and a half. 54 and a half is the total. Mind you, our picks this week are going to be um, based on the numbers on a Wednesday because we usually do Fridays, but this week we'll be doing Wednesday because we will not be recording on Black Friday as I yes. will be working. Uh, Bills Lions. Bills Lions, uh, give me Detroit. Get me Detroit. Let me give me the shocker. Let's start this off right. Oh, yeah, they they are playing for a stadium. They don't want to lose their stadium. Then they have nowhere to play. Um, I'm going to go Bills because the Bills are good at football and the Lions are not. Um, hey, the Browns look pretty good. That's... Yeah, weirdly enough, the Bills are, have not been um, have not been as sharp as we are used to seeing them. And the and... sixth seed too, six power ranking anyway. Yeah, they dropped. Interesting. And the Lions are, you know, they fight. So, I mean, I can see it, but I I, I, I don't see it here. Um, next up, this this line makes no sense to me. Giants at Cowboys, Dallas minus 10. This um, is insane. I, under, I understand that they beat them with, by seven with Cooper Rush. But for this to be 10 at 45 and a half the total, this smells fishy to me, as does the late game. But this this is kind of fishy to me. NFC and, East matchup. The Giants are not that bad. And when they played, I think it was Sunday night or Monday night football in New York or New Jersey, Danny Dimes gave up the ball at the very end with an interception. And I think it was returned or maybe right. the drive before it was returned for touchdown. So it was a close game until then. Yeah, it was um, competitive. It was a typical NFC East game. Again, I'm riding with the underdogs here. Happen. Give me the Giants. I, I got to be honest with you. I like the Giants with the points here. I'm going to go Cowboys to win. But I do like the Giants with the points. Tens a lot. Uh, and this game makes no sense to me. First of all, why is it on Thanksgiving? Second of all, where's no this idea. line coming from? Patriots and Vikings. <laughs> um, Patriots are going to um, to whatever the name T was it TIAA Stadium or whatever in Minnesota for the first time since they lost to the Eagles in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Um, <laughs> Minnesota minus two and a half at home. Forty two and a half is the total. This is a fishy line to me as well. Minnesota should be favored by like four. They don't trust Kirk Cousins. They're, I think they're just dropping. They were one loss. Now they're two losses to the Cowboys. Yeah. They let their reeling. And then the Patriots, you never know. Belichick can prepare. But I think it's also off the back of destroying whatever is left of Zach Wilson's ego <laughs> and just confidence. <laughs> two inches. Yeah. That's it in the second half or whatever it was. That is insane. Yeah, they, they were averaging like three inches per play. Jesus. I like how TikTok just went off, off of it with yeah. couples. Hey, babe, That's it's two plenty, inches. Right? It's late. No, it's not. All right, end the show. Um, nevertheless, um, I'm still going to go with the Vikings. I, come on now. Wow. This is the first time I can remember we're going to differ on all three of these. I'm going wow. past. That, that line <laughs> makes no sense. All right, I like it. I like it. I like it. I would, explain the line to me. The, pa- the Patriots stink, and the Vikings are pretty good, and it's only two and a half. I, I know think, it's Kirk Cousins in primetime, but this is a Thursday primetime Thanksgiving, and this is not Sunday night or Monday night football. I think that's what it is. And also, Patriots defense can be a little stingy. And yeah, they're very Cousins, good. That offensive actually, line could uh, you know, be the Achilles heel for this Vikings team, this, this offensive line. I'm going to see if I can find the stat. I think the Patriots have given up like 75 passing yards this month. And let's, and let's be real. Once they lock up Justin Jefferson, if – and that's a tall task in itself. Mm-hmm. What, you got Thielen to beat you, that old man? TJ Hawkinson, who hasn't really yeah. done much since coming over from uh, Detroit? I'll just let Kirk Cousins and Dalvin so, Cook try to beat me. So it, the top five teams in uh, in fewest passing yards allowed in the month of November. Mind you, this is not November 1st. It's mm-hmm. November 24th. Jets 381, Ravens 364, Cowboys 318, Dolphins 301, Patriots 87. Yes. 87 passing yards the last two weeks, which I mean are the Colts and the uh, the Jets, but still NFL teams. I, and Belichick is good against young coaches, so I, I kind of like the Pats here. Um, all right, early window Sunday. We have a couple of good games. Um, some of these numbers will change, mind you, by the oh, time yeah. the game kicks off. But we're just going to go based on what we see today because we can't predict the future. Although that um, 
I can see that line in the Minnesota game getting three and a half by the time the game starts. Um, first game up on the Sunday window, uh, the Ravens travel to Jacksonville, take on the Jags. This line makes no sense either. Uh, Baltimore minus is only four. minus four on the road, 43 and a half. The Jags are pretty good as dogs. However, it still makes no sense to me. Um, I'm confused. You help me understand. Maybe this is just what lines look like on Wednesdays because I don't usually look at them. But this makes <laughs> Probably. no sense to me. <laughs> Good point there. Um, dude, I don't know. Lamar Jackson's yeah. still there. He's still balling. Dude, uh, I'm looking at this entire, except for that Dolphins-Texans game, which is flagrant. <laughs> Everything's close. <laughs> yeah, the, um, and the, uh, the Rams and the Chiefs. Really? Jesus Christ. My, what? Oh, yeah. No, I saw LA as in the Chargers. I was like, whoa, that's wrong. Definitely wrong. Um, Yikes. I'm not going to... Uh, fuck it. I'm going all the way, maybe. Let's go Jags. Give me Dougie P here. I, I'm, I'm very tempted to take them, too. This feels like a fishy line. I'm going to go Ravens just out of um, respect for Lamar. They're still fighting for a division <laughs> and a playoff spot with Cincinnati. So, And the Jags aren't really playing for anything. But the Jags getting four at home feels weird. Yeesh. Next up, we have the uh, the Teddy Bridgewater Bowl. Uh, the Broncos <laughs> head to Carolina to, to head to North Carolina to take on the Panthers. Another weird line. Denver only minus two and a half on the road. I know both these teams stink, but uh, thirty six and a half is the total. If you mm. want, I can make the pick here um, first. Go for it. Um. I don't know if you saw this, but Sam Darnold has been announced the starter for the Panthers mm. on the same day that Zach Wilson was announced um, benched forever by the Jets. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think they're going to play inspired with Sam Darnold. I don't think he's any good, but I don't think the Broncos are any good. And this is a stupid line. Give me the Panthers. Minus two and a half. Yikes. I don't, I don't um, understand. I, this just I, Numbers just look stupid this early in the week. <laughs> right? They probably um, opened it like minus like one and a half, truthfully. Give me the Broncos. I mean, I think okay. if I'm not mistaken, this week has just been a crazy week for me to miss everything sports related. But I vaguely <laughs> remember seeing something on TikTok that Melvin Gordon is out. He's yes. been released. And, and I hope the story is true that when he had a bad game, he blasted Future in the locker room. Uh, <laughs> and Russell wanted the immediate release then. Did you, um, did you see Melvin Gordon's Instagram story after he got released? I saw that as well. It was something about OJ in the Bronco. He, fo- he photoshopped himself into OJ's Bronco, which I thought was hilarious. That's it. I'm surprised you didn't go with the Broncos up based off of that. Oh, for what it's worth, I believe the Jags claimed Darrell Henderson off waivers today, but uh, from the Rams, so um, that could feel that could fuel your fire for uh, Jacksonville Sunday. Uh, next up, this game is the. Ooh, I can't think of any common players for these two teams. Falcons and Commanders. I, I was going to say the something or other bowl. Um, Falcons, Commanders. Washington is minus four, 41 and a half. Finally, a line that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go. I'll pick first on this one because I'm probably behind in the numbers anyway. Um, it's a tough one. Heineke's been really good. I think they're four and one with Heineke. Mariota's been pretty straight? good too. Five straight wins? I'm going to go Commanders in this one. This might be a letdown, man. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say they're due for one, but I don't know. At home, though? Heineke's a different animal because he, he was like literally living on like his sister's couch. I don't think a letdown spot is possible in his brain. This is the ultimate. You ride with the hot hand. You get yeah. the guy who gives you the most juice, as you said, with Sam Darnold and the Panthers. This is what happens when you have a, someone that the locker room is behind, and that is Heineke. Yeah. I don't. I ne- never agreed that Wentz was the right pickup in the offseason. Heineke sense. led them to a playoff, didn't they? Two he did ago, well. He beat the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers last year. I mean, that alone should be good. Um, give me the commanders, though. Yeah. yeah. On the same Here's tier. Here's our first, uh, first one we agree on. Uh, next yeah. up, we have a Battle of the Bees. Watch it be the first uh, one that we lose on, too. Yeah, we're both wrong. Um, Tampa Bay heading to Cleveland. Buccaneers minus three and a half against the Browns in Cleveland. No me gusta. Half the total in this one. I don't understand what this one either. No me gusta. No me gusta. I don't even know if the Bucks are good. Bucks are with a week off. Yeah. Didn't even know they were gone. Honestly, they're that forgetful <laughs> this year. Yeah, it was that easy. And 
Tom Brady with his off the field issues. God knows if he even looked at football, he probably dealt yeah. with that for an entire week. Brady's probably going to go to jail for crypto fraud at some point. Oh no shit! Oh my god, I'm missing so much. Um, yeah, apparently one of the vacations he and Giselle took was because you have to go to the Bahamas to cash out your crypto bullshit money <laughs> uh, with FTX. So supposedly that wasn't really to save their marriage; it was to uh, collect their assets. Yikes! A whole big TikTok thing on it. Very interesting. Um, TikTok's been the theme here. Um, yeah. When's Deshaun Watson coming back? Next week? Uh, I don't think he's back this week because I feel like I would have been hearing about it. Um, uh, I will double check for you though. Give me, ah, give me bucks. Brady with an extra week, just like Belichick yeah. with an extra week to prepare. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I think this is gonna be an ugly game. Um, that number Deshaun is Watson a little high. Is still suspended he was eligible to begin practicing last week um 11 game suspension so he should be back next week um i am gonna go with this just feels weird i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with the bucks bucks all right back to back all right next up this is my pick for game of the week um Bengals and titans yeah Bengals and titans uh this is your not so much boy against my not so much boy. Um, Cincinnati minus two and a half. Um, I can't wait for Tannehill to be on the list of guys that beat Burrow this year um, <laughs> because he'll join uh, players such as Cooper Rush and uh, with Jacoby Brissett, Matt um, Stafford. Give me the the Tennessee Titans. This is probably the the Tom McCarthy game. Give me Bengals. Uh, of course. Who that? Who that? <laughs> I know that's Saints, but whatever. All right. Uh, I don't know, man. Is is uh, Jamar Chase back? Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think he's actually coming back this week. Oh, right, so give I'm me on, that. I'm, Smack the hammer on that one. I'm on. Uh, I'm on awful announcing to try to find out the announcing schedule. Uh-huh. And the first headline is uh, Michael K believes broadcaster salary should be made public. Oof. Dangerous right there. Watch him be underpaid, and he'll be livid. Yeah, right. Oh, I was close. That's not the Tom McCarthy game. It's the Iron Eagle Charles Davis game. That's not Tom bad. Tom McCarthy has the uh, has the week off. Um, Good for him. Next up, we have two more games in the early window: Texans at Dolphins. Miami's minus thirteen and a half. It's not a matter of how or who's going to win. It's a matter of how many points Dolphins are going to win by. This could this could be the 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 like we need this game for Miami. Oh man, I'm I'm playing. I have the the underdog bug, which is dangerous because I'm probably I haven't updated the Excel yet, but I'm probably f- falling behind now as we're heading into week twelve, and you're creeping up, probably passing me with these flagrant picks. Nevertheless, I'll go with Miami, but I do like that number for the Texans. I don't fourteen points is a lot. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, it's hard to. In the NFL? Come on out. Yeah, it's hard, hard to disregard that number, but I'm going to go with Miami, too. Yeah. Uh, one more game in the early window. This is uh, perhaps one of the more interesting matchups. Um, Justin Fields and the Bears taking on Mike White and the Jets. Zach Wilson benched for the foreseeable future. He will not dress on Sunday. Yikes. In fact, Joe Flacco will be the, uh, the dressed backup. And uh, reports have come out that Zach Wilson has had the yips since last season. So... Bears Jets. Um, let's take this with a grain of salt. We should put an asterisk around this. I did see this also on TikTok today during work. Justin Fields is hurt. Yeah. Separated shoulder. I'm looking I, right now as yeah, we speak. I believe it's his it's his non throwing shoulder though, right? His left shoulder, yes. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. There's nothing that says he says limited during Wednesday's walkthrough. If that means anything, yeah. I think he's going to play. He's, apparently, this is something he's been playing through. Just keep that in mind. That's all. Just keep it in mind. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets on this one. I think Mike White has another good game. He had a really good one last year. I've been with the Jets is a, mostly all season. I think this is Jets. a team. Yeah, this is a team right now that's playing pretty inspired, and they were almost winning in spite of the quarterback. And it seems like Wilson kind of lost the room. So I think just making the quarterback change is going to inspire a little bit more effort from most of the players, especially the defense. It's been really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the Jets come out and play this week. Uh, we have a couple more games left on Sunday. 
we'll go to the late, the late window. Um, Raiders at Seahawks, the Geno Smith Bowl. Um, Seattle is minus three and a half. And also the uh, the Jerry Rice Bowl, uh, but like yeah. late career Jerry Rice. Um, and uh, Marshawn Lynch Bowl. Um, Marshawn Lynch Bowl. Quite the crossover here. Um, yeah, right. Seattle minus three and a half, 47 and a half. I got a new rule. I'm never picking the Raiders again. Give me Seahawks. Is it also a stretch to put Josh McDaniels? No, that's fair. Because he wasn't he on the staff that beat the Seahawks with the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, that's eh, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Nevertheless, mm, yeah, right. Uh, I, I do like yeah. your uh, rule there with the Raiders. Thank you. Uh, nevertheless, we, we were big fans of them last year. Give me the Raiders, though. Give me the Raiders. Oh, the I'm Raiders. not dying on that hill yet. All right. Um, if you can come up with a player, a crossover player in this rivalry. Which one? Um, you are a king. Uh, Chargers at Cardinals this week. I'm always a king. Uh, uh, Chargers at Char- Cardinals? Chargers minus three, 48 and a half. Good one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Maybe one of the backups. I'm sure Kate, uh, Colt McCoy or Case Keenum probably played for both. Um, <laughs> no reports yet, but it's it possible maybe Kyler Murray plays this week. It sounded like he was trending toward playing last week, and he didn't. Um, Colt McCoy got the start against Garoppolo. Does it matter, though? Let's just call it what it is. This, <laughs> no. this Cardinals team looks absolute shell of itself. Yeah, they don't look good anymore. And Modern Warfare 3, whatever the game it is that came out, has just been taking over the world. So I'm sure Kyler Murray has been focused on that with his yeah. rehab, of course, because football is number one. So give me Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go L.A. as well. Then um, again, then again, it was a emotional letdown loss at home yeah. to the Chiefs. So let's see what happens if the Chargers can bounce back for sure. My biggest NFL conspiracy is that um, – the field was intentionally compromised a couple of years ago when the Rams were supposed to play the Chiefs in Mexico City. Yeah. Um, because they didn't want to let Mexico City get the greatest possible game of all time, which turned into one of the most entertaining uh, Monday Night Football games of all time. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when the Rams and Chiefs played on that Monday night. It was like 55 to 53 or something. Um, that game was supposed to be played in Mexico. And yeah. um, the week before, it came out that the field was compromised. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of uh, conditions, and I think that was BS, and that was the NFL saying, no, actually, no, we want this here. Uh, nonetheless, Kansas City minus 15.5, 43.5 is the number. Uh, this would lead me to think that Stafford is out. Um, they have um, Bryce Perkins and uh, and Case Kukis are the quarterbacks for the uh, Rams. I mean, give me Chiefs then all the way. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Chiefs as well. Yeah, let's not uh, bang our heads yeah. over that one. Next up, we have the Saints and the Niners. Um, Saints, uh, I'm sorry, the Niners are minus eight and a half at, at home. Forty-two and a half is the total. Forty Niners. The I think this is the Emmanuel Sanders Bowl. I'm going to go Forty Niners too. <laughs> uh, next up, we got the Packers and the Eagles. Eagles minus six and a half. Forty-six and a half is the total. This is the Andy Reid Bowl and the Al Harris Bowl. <laughs> And the Antonio Freeman Bowl. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. You want to go first? Tough one. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I'm going Eagles here. I don't think it'll be a blowout the way some other people do. Rodgers always keeps games close against the Eagles. Also, it just came out today that Rodgers has a broken thumb. Um, yeah, right thumb, right? On but he's been deal- yeah, but he's been dealing with that for about six weeks now. However, hostile environment. Philly is a tough place to play. Eagles need a good game after... Uh, you know, a, a loss two weeks ago, and then a not so great win last week. I think they they're due for a good one. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles in this one, but I don't know if I like that number. Six and a half is a little bit steep for me. How about you? Uh, give me Eagles as well. Um, I'd probably say a three point game. Yeah, or four point game. Eagles were winning the whole time, but Packers like to bring it in close. Yeah. All right, and then we have. Um, uh, let's call this the Bruce Arians Bowl. I, I can't remember. I think Bruce, Bruce Arians. Arians. I think Arians was with the Steelers at one point. Oh, uh, yeah, the man. Steelers at the Colts. Indianapolis minus two and a half. Thirty-nine and a half is the total. Quarterback searching. Let's see. Yeah, Pickett has looked pretty good lately, and uh, Matt Ooh. Ryan looks like he's maybe back to his old self. He the found of youth or the resurgence. Yeah. Quarterback. 
Um, I'm not gonna give me Colts. They look like they're a whole different team now with Jeff Saturday under the helm. So I'll go Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I guess. Uh, I guess I'll go Steelers here. I, I don't even know. Ooh, I don't trust either team. Honestly, yeah, but hey, you're at home. I'll take the home team at this point. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm going to go Steelers just for the sake of having the other team. Pickett's been playing pretty well. All right, who, what do you want? Where would you like to start? Uh, In the lock dog points totals. I'll go with. uh, I don't even remember. Um, Did I even pick a dog? I'll go with my dog of the week, I guess. Um, I think the only one I picked was um, the Panthers, so I'm going to go with them. Panthers? Okay. Oh, I, I picked the Patriots, too. Uh, I, eh, I'll go with the Panthers. Panthers? All right. Um, let's see. My, what did I have here? Let me make sure this is correct. I don't see it. I don't see it. Raiders? Yeah, the Raiders play. Yep, Ra- Raiders at Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. Might have to, yeah, give me Raiders. Yep. Uh, let's do total... Total points. Uh, let's okay. see. I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Right, so my first thought is I kind of like the over in the Giants Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. My next thought is I kind of like the under in Broncos Panthers. Uh, although it's very low, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm going to go with the over in Bears-Jets. 38 and a half. Bears-Jets. Gotcha. Uh, you already mentioned one of mine. Uh, under 36 and a half. Denver Panthers. Yeah. I'm going for it. When two bad teams it. play, they either go over by a lot or don't even touch the total. So I think you're I think you're dead on there. Give me tw- oh, yeah, Give me what is it? 12, 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something stupid. Yeah, the, the 10 they is also suck. Not, <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, the 10 is not a touchdown in the field goal. It's three safeties and two field goals. Um, th- uh, two safeties and three field, or two field goals. Oh, no, one um, touchdown. You went for it on two, and then you got a safety out of it. And then you, you didn't, yeah. And you didn't get the two, but you got two safeties. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. What else do we have here? Uh, what, um, what do we have to do? Lock in, uh, lock in points. points. Yeah, yeah. Points. Uh, it, there's there's a bunch that are too easy. There's to a couple in. I like here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm already locked in on one. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm telling you, that 13 and a half for Detroit... I mean, not Detroit, uh, Texans yeah. and Dolphins is just like, screaming like... No way. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Is that what you're going to go with? No, actually. That's the thing. There's so many. There's so many close ones as well. Yeah, I kind of don't hate taking the 15 in the Rams game. I think they'll find a way to keep Like, their defense will keep them in it. Yeah. Um, you would think. You would hope. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, you might see another hat oh. trick from Kelsey. Yeah. Let's go with points. Uh, Got a little goosebumps there. What do I do here? I... I Jesus. Dude, uh, Lions nine and a half. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Uh, give, give me the Giants plus ten. God damn it, that was the one. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that, I like that, it. That game, there's no reason for that game to be ten. It should be maybe like six and a half. All right, I, let me look for something else. Um, damn, you got me good there. This is the farthest we've gotten on the the set list. Yeah, we did. We're almost done. <laughs> no, we have ten more words. Um. Ah, fuck it. Give me Chargers minus three. Okay. Yeah, Stole my thunder with that Giants one. Do you want your lock? Because <laughs> you got plenty to pick from. Uh, lock? Ah, yeah. Now you can go for it. Come on. We'll finish it off. Uh, let's go with uh, lock. I mean, God, it feels like it feels cheating to take the Chiefs or the uh, the Dolphins here. Uh, uh, I, I, not as spicy as it could have. I would go Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo. Gross. No shot they lose that game, right? Well, I mean, you don't think so, but I, I don't think there's any shot they lose that game. Uh, my lock, Jets. 
I'm in yeah. on the Jets, baby. Jets are good. Give me the Jets. I secretly I just want them to be in the playoff. Yeah. And then sure. just to get flamed out just like the Buffalo Bills will. It'd just be epic. The Jets are cool because it's um there's a chance to have the there's like that Phillies Mariners aspect to it. Because they have the I believe the longest drought now in the uh, in the NFL. Underdog story as well. And it's someone fresh, honestly, man. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah. guy, who, who doesn't want to see Joe Flacco against his former team in the playoffs? <laughs> or a true mother effer out there just doing his thing. All right. Uh, we have the scramble and then the thanks food, Thanksgiving food draft. Man, it's getting late. You can tell right now. Just yes. lethargic here. It's almost early. Yeah, right? Almost in time for the Switzerland game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup, baby. And that's on the scramble as well, I see here. All right, uh, the first one. The Jets bench quarterback Zach Wilson uh, a day ago, yesterday, if you're listening to this now, in favor for Mike White, as we just covered in our picks. Has Wilson played his final game as a Jet, Rob, this season or ever? Weirdly, weirdly enough, I don't think so. I think they left the door too wide open. Salah said that he wants him to kind of clear his head. And that he's not, uh, the book is not closed on him. So I'm going to say no. What do you think? Likewise. But if Mike White lights it up and this team looks absolutely better, quarterback controversy maybe, but yeah. definitely not his last time for sure. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers unveiled Wednesday that he has been playing with a broken right thumb since week five. Do you think he finishes out the season? 1,000%. It's Aaron Rodgers. Unless he gets yeah. injured, of course. Well, you do unable to play, you know. What was it, 2016 or 17 when they, uh, when he was hurt, so mm-hmm. he was out for uh, you know an extended period of time, and then he came back like week 16 because they had a chance to make the playoffs, played a game, yes, and yes. then didn't play week 17. I remember that. So I wouldn't be shocked if that if that's something that they consider here. Obviously, way different coaching staff, different injury, different time. If he's able to play through it now, he can play through it the rest of the season. Plus, he'll be a saint next year. Yeah. Um, all right, Rob, next. The World Cup has commenced since last time we recorded. Saudi Arabia was one of the biggest upsets so far in the tournament, defeating Argentina. Yes, I said that correctly. Saudi Arabia defeated Argentina Argentina 2-1, overcoming an early deficit in, in the hands of Lionel Messi's penalty. Rob, was this game fixed from the jump? Yes. 1,000%. Oh, yeah. I mean, what better way? Because everyone knew about the Qatar thing that got leaked out. Yeah. If it was a 2-1 score in that Qatar game, this whole tournament would be rigged and no one would be watching it. And betting odds would just be lost. Excuse me. Having Saudi Arabia beat Argentina? No one saw that coming. Yeah, the fix is in. Yeah, Um, fix is in. So, Jock Peterson, Logan Webb, Brandon Crawford, and now Stephen Curry are publicly trying to lure Aaron Judge to the Giants. During his appearance on the Michael K. show Wednesday afternoon, Jeff Passan said he still believed Judge will re-sign with the Yankees, but does Judge's willingness to visit other teams and listen mean that this could be the end of his time in the Bronx? Um, I'm going to go with a quick answer. Yes. Hmm. The fact that he's listening, and he's I'm obviously trying to find your worth, but you're going around shopping yourself. You never know. People can get swayed. He might like it here. The package that offers everything. Never know. If you really wanted to be in, you would just like not interested in anything. Just try to make a deal done. Get it over with. Yeah. How about you? I I, I still think he stays, but it, it's interesting that he is willing to listen. Mm. I think he's trying to put uh, bargaining. Just trying to see well, the best offer. Well, my thought, and I think this might be my final like opinion on it. I don't know if I've had this opinion in the past. It's late. Um, so my brain isn't working. Um, I think if he allows the Giants to bid on him, if money is what he cares about, the Giants are going to win the bidding war. Weirdly enough, because you know the Yankees are, you know, they're billionaires. But I don't, I think there is a limit to what the Yankees will spend on him. And there is a limit to what the Dodgers will spend on him. And I think that the Giants for lack of a better term, we're going to throw stupid money at him. If they offer him 10 years, 400, the Yankees and Dodgers can't match that, nor can the Mets. That's insane. The Phillies kid. Um, I'm not joking, though. Yeah, that would be an absurd amount of money. 
Jesus Christ. Well yeah. worth it, I guess. But that contract is going to age poorly. Yeah. It's going it, to it, Yeah, he's already in his 30s and he's already, I mean, played his best season this year. But there, there's going to be a regression no matter what he does next year. Yeah. You can't replicate it unless you're bonds. He's going to be in a bigger ballpark, worse weather, large ballparks in general in that division with Petco and Dodger Stadium. Uh, crap weather, cold. I, it, I don't know. It just doesn't bode well for him. No short right porch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Your best bet is to stay in New York. The marketing's all there. Entertainment. He, it's baseball is you know, just the first part of his journey. Stay in New York, go to L.A., stay in, you know. He he has a plethora of options yeah. post MLB. I, I think if, if he, um, I think he should take seven years, two seven years three hundred with the Yankees. I think that's what he gets. I can see that for sure. Um, last one on the list here: uh, the MLB Hall of Fame candidates were announced Rob, uh, for twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, and twenty six. They were unveiled on Tuesday, and I'll read off a list. From each year, and then we'll just see uh, if it's a first ballot off the rip. Ready? Yep. Uh, for 2024, we have Adrian Beltre. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think he gets in pretty first ballot? easily. Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. Chase Utley, Philly's own. Very fascinating case, but I don't think he gets in. Maybe veterans committee guy, but I don't think he gets in. He didn't have a large body of work. I think second year. He'll probably get in. Joe Maurer. For the Twins. Uh, he had a really interesting peak, but uh, no, I think the second highest number of home runs he hit in the season was like 13. Like, well, I don't think he gets in first one. Mets, David Wright. David Wright's a really interesting one. I think he, he deserves to get in. I just don't think he will. Hmm. This one's puzzling for me. I want to yeah. say yes, but... He's a I tough think, one. Yeah. I say no. Bartolo Colon is next. No, nah, no, nah, he did PEDs. Oh, shit, that's right. Otherwise, he probably would be a first ballot. I'll say yeah. no off the rip for that one. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez. He's another interesting one. He had a really good peak. Um, he, he just stuck around long enough that his numbers dipped. I, I don't think he gets in. He might get votes, but I don't think he's going to get in. Yeah, I think it'll be like year five before he even gets in. Yeah. And then the last name on this uh, for this year is Matt Holliday. Matt Holiday's a fun one, but I don't think he's got a shot. He 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 lands in like the Ryan Howard category of guys that like we might remember that yeah. are just not going to be Hall of Famers. And his, just... uh, his his son might be a Hall of Famer. His son's incredible. <laughs> the uh, the I believe the Orioles drafted him. And I was just going to say uh, prior to recording, we went over the list real quick. He said that he might have got picked up by the Yankees. He said, yeah he he was hired somewhere. I forget where it was. Um, let me double check real quick. While you do that. Let me look over this 2025 list, which is the big one. You got a name? Oh. Um, he is the bench coach for the Cardinals, actually, Matt Holiday. Look at that. Is, is McGuire still there? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Uh, the next one, 2025. These are big names right here. Yep. I can see a, couple, a few of them. First one, your boy, CC Sabathia. Yes. 1,000%. He has a comparable uh, body of work to Andy Pettit. And Mike Mussina, who were both Hall of Fame caliber, Pettit would be in if not for PEDs. Uh, Itra? Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah, he, yes. yeah, he, he should be unanimous. Honestly. Uh, Ian Kinsler? Nah. He's nah. kind of in the Utley category. He played longer than Utley, but he's kind of in that category. Dustin Pedroia? Nah. He's, uh, he's kind of in the David Wright category, where his career got shortened because of injuries. He was a fun player, though. I'll say he'll get in. For sure. Uh, he, he's going to be one of those, like, if you know, you know kind of players where almost like Grady Sizemore, where, like, you say the name, you're <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was freaking awesome. King Felix. Felix Hernandez. I, I would have to look at his numbers. I, my gut says yes, but I, I, for some reason, I don't think he will. I say no. Um, Colorado Rockies own Troy Tulowitzki. Another really interesting player. He was the best shortstop in baseball for, like, five years. Yeah. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Injuries I think we almost him. had a shot to get him, and then just kind of turned it down. Yeah, inj- injuries destroyed him. Your it's boy Ben Zobrist. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! No shot. He and might then, get like a. He might get like one vote. Maybe like Ryan Dempster. Yeah. 
And then the last name off this uh, year is Curtis Granderson. Interesting. Grandy, Grandy was a fun player, but uh, not a Hall of Famer. All right. And then the last uh, one, several names here. Phillies, Cole Hamels. Nah. No? No, I don't not first so. year? I'll say yes. I think he just gets barely over the thresh- threshold. Uh, PED's own Ryan Braun. No shot. <laughs> I hope he gets zero votes. <laughs> I, think, I don't think he'll ever get in. That guy's a scumbag. Alex Gordon, who I admittedly had no idea what the hell this was. <laughs> Alex Gordon's in the Hall of Fame for defense, but he couldn't hit a lick. Uh, nah, he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, since I didn't know who it was, no. Uh, Shin Su Chu. Shin Su Chu is a, was a fun player. He's another one of those if you know, you know guys, but nah, he doesn't have a shot. Same. Edwin Encarnacion, the old man that keeps on going. Uh, defense kind of killed him. He also really didn't start becoming good until he was like 35, so yeah. probably not. Likewise. And then uh, I believe Philly's former Philly, Hunter Pence, rounds off this list. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Pence is on there for vibes. He's not getting in. <laughs> for vibes, I like it. Uh, same, yeah, he ain't getting Hunter in Pence sure. should be banned from the Hall of Fame for being on those Apple TV broadcasts. <laughs> you hate those. Those are fun times. <laughs> Next year, we should do a review every time Apple TV goes on. You're probably oh, God. mortified. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's round out the uh, episode with the Thanksgiving food draft. Off the top of the dome, you're going with, and I have yes, a curated I, I, I list have no here. no notes. I don't have a draft board. Yet somehow you'll still beat me in this one. It's easy enough. Uh, I overthink it. You go to gut or a vibe. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I will. I'll let you go first. I'll take the wraparound. All right. Uh, I think, well, for Hispanics, no brainer. Ben Neal. Yeah. Pork shoulder, number one. <laughs> if it's done right, it's done right. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know, yeah. If you have um, turkey on your list, it's over. You lost. I, I'm, I'm going to stay on the same animal. I'm going to go uh, ham, number <laughs> my number one pick. Sleeper. A nice honey baked ham with, you know, the glaze and the pineapple and everything. <sighs> the one cherry. Everybody fights with the cherry. Um, number two, who do I want? Jesus Christ, I, I can't think of anything. Give me a, give me a nice bowl of mashed potatoes. Damn. God damn it. See, that's why you want the wraparound. You, you can get, you get Fournette and Barkley at the wraparound of the first round of the fantasy <laughs> draft. All right. I'm going with the, the hitters here. My round two. Give me mac and cheese. Ooh, damn, it has to be done baked that. mac and cheese, Pretty done cool. right. No craft singles. None of that bullshit <laughs> on top of it. What did is I that? The, did I send you the picture? Yes. And I said, that's not mac and cheese. And you were like, yes, it is. Fuck off with that. Don't ever disrespect <laughs> that. Yeah, I forgot all about mac and cheese. And I'm making it this year. Um, And number in my third round pick, meatballs. No, I'm joking. Because I still haven't had... uh. Your home cooked meatballs there. I would this year, but can't. Other obligations. Mm, round three. I'm overthinking it. Give me for for the value. Give me the base right here. Rice and beans. Uh, see, are, are you picking Thanksgiving foods or like Puerto Rican Day Parade foods? Because <laughs> how dare I'm picking my plate was gonna be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my plate. Yeah, I don't my care. plate's gonna be my own food. So I mean, meatballs should be my third pick. But uh, man, we're really dwindling here. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Let's go. Let's go for this one. I'm trying to think of what I usually have on Thanksgiving. I usually have pork shoulder, ham, and uh, and rice. So I'm kind of sol. So far, um, no greens in my in my plate. You know, I'm gonna go with a wild card here and kind of in a, a little bit of a curveball. I'm gonna go pumpkin pie. Ooh, good one. Um, I do enjoy a nice piece of pumpkin pie. I'm not a big pie guy, um, which leads me to my fourth pick, which is going to be, see, I joked earlier, I was just going to take corn because it's the only thing I can think of, but <laughs> I might have to here. Um, I'm going to take my own meatballs. <laughs> nice. I have the leg up on this because you haven't actually had them. So. Yeah. I, I but, don't uh, remember what I've me... so far. Me and a host of other people in, at uh, last year's didn't get any, except for you and uh, somebody else. 
Uh, I'm not alone on that one. Uh, That's why nobody round. ate them last year anyway. So. <laughs> fourth round. See, my plate's looking a little, a little crazy here. Let me throw in some uh, a salad. Give me a macaroni salad in there. Good old macaroni salad. Yeah, nice little macaroni, like a pasta salad type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my fourth round. And for the value, it's sitting right there. It's a tough one. It's sitting right there, though. Give me a dessert. Give me apple pie. Yeah, you know, I was wondering when you were going to take a dessert. I um, Does beer count? Can that be my fifth pick? Go for it. All right, uh, let's go beer five. <laughs> I mean, it's made from wheat. It's got calories. It's got one carb. It's basically a salad. Um, <laughs> basically a salad. I, I pretty much just made what my plate will look like tomorrow. Um, Is it Michelob Ultra? Yeah, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> so yes. off so the list. See, so, so I got my plate. This is basically what I'm going to eat tomorrow. This is great. <laughs> so we had corn on the cob still on the board for a Emp- good reason. Empanada is still on the board. Stuffing, uh, stuffing on the board. Yeah. Green beans, corn. Green beans, corn. I do enjoy corn. I mean, I know it's a boring food, but corn's good. Anything that ends with casserole is left on the board. You know what I should be looking at? Turkey, uh, roasted, roasted potatoes on the board. Uh, don't say that word near me. Um, <laughs> roasted potatoes on the board. I put them on my list last year. I usually make them, but I uh, I will not be this year because I just don't feel like it. Um, so Let last year our lists, um, ten through one, you had potato, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, corn on the cob, rice and beans, apple pie stuffing, pumpkin pie, mac and cheese, ham, empanadas, and uh, pork shoulder. I stay consistent. I had, I had mac salad pie, um, mashed potatoes, corn, rice and beans, meatballs, pork shoulder. Mac and cheese, ham, but yeah, we pretty much had the same stuff. What's your number one? Mac and cheese? Uh, roasted potatoes. Jesus, what a fall from grace! Yeah, my own roasted potatoes. I usually cut up. Uh, oh, nice. Um, the red potatoes, the the Washington football team potatoes, the Redskins potatoes, <laughs> and um, I dice them up and uh, roast them in the oven in the uh, the French onion soup mix. Nice. That Ooh, sounds delicious. Uh, it's fantastic. Now, will you be slaying in the kitchen or? Both of you will be slaying in the kitchen. Um, just kind of. I, I don't know. Out. I actually don't know. I season uh, the turkey. It sounds like I have to be up in four hours to put it in the oven. Um, I, I don't know who's making the mac. If it's going to be me or her, but I'm going to be probably making it. Um, well, don't follow the picture. Please don't do that. <laughs> meatballs are made already. She's doing the ham. Um, and then I'm going to put together a regular salad. She's got the pasta salad. Nice. Is a bunch of people heading over? I actually have no idea. Oh Jesus! Oh, it was so last minute. Uh, yeah, it's it's all last minute. This was designed. This is my my dream. So I don't like going anywhere, but um, <laughs> I, I I'm thrilled to be hosting. I'm not thrilled to have known two days prior. Yeah, I think we found out on Monday. It's sabotaged. <laughs> yeah, everything got changed. You got you got what you wanted, but it's like at the last minute. <laughs> so we had to clean and we had to decorate and everything tonight. I'm exhausted. I bet. Well, thank. Well, this episode's over. I had the winning draft here. I think I Probably. stole this one. I don't remember what I picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you out. Uh, your first round pick, you had uh, ham and pineapple. Then you followed it up with mashed potatoes and gravy. All right, I'm, I'm good. Pumpkin pie was your dessert at three. I can't even read my own handwriting up what number four was. And then number five was beer. Uh, four was meatballs. Meatballs, yes. There you yeah, go. Beer beer five. Beer should have been one. You had, you actually had a drink in there. People are going to be choking on my <laughs> fucking plate. Yeah, someone's going to have Coquito on their list. And Ooh, Coquito's a sleeper. I feel too. like that, that shows up at every event. Dude, they better show up at every event. Coquito's sure the greatest thing. a bottle at my house tomorrow. I'll buy it off of you. Well, all right, guys. Um, any last words, Rob, um, for the listeners? We're going to be off um, for basically a week. Uh, shop at my store Friday. Um, yes. And uh, don't drink and drive. Yeah, please don't drink and drive. Uh, yeah. Hug your loved ones. Uh, be grateful. Um, eat some good food. I mean, this yeah. is the one time of year we can all eat food. 
and not feel uh, too bad about ourselves afterwards. And please, for the love of God, rinse your hands when you're fucking preparing your food. Don't get the salmonella and bacteria all over your freaking countertop. The, uh, the number one, uh, you might not know this, the number one place that um, bacteria lives in the kitchen that you might not know of is the spice rack. Oh, yeah. Everyone just grabs it. You would think it would be the uh, the faucet, but it's the spice rack because everybody touches the food, goes and grabs the, you know, the, the garlic powder, puts it on the you know the chicken or the ham or whatever, and That's then the puts salt. the thing back. I, I'm rinsing my hands constantly. Jesus. No, I didn't know that. But now that you say, now that you say it, yeah, everyone grabs the it made hot total sauces. Sense. I, I I didn't think of it either. I was listening to the radio and they mentioned it. Jesus. I thought faucet was the uh, the easy answer there, or the fridge handle door, or just the literal countertop. Yeah, or like the paper towel container, or whatever. Um, what else? Let me see. Um, just be safe out there, people. Have fun. Enjoy your family. Enjoy. Enjoy the loved ones. Enjoy the moment. Watch some good the, football. Drink the some TV beer. The TV will be there. The TV will be there no matter what. You don't have to run people over to get it. Yeah. The TV will be there. Um, if you can, if you have long hair, put an AirPod in there. No one will notice. You can listen to the game. And you can just kind of nod at your relatives. And uh, don't go Don't go in anybody's house if they don't have cable. Or if it, the games are very important. Or if uh, the weather inside the house is higher than it is outside and you're sweating or, profusively unless you want uh ground beef to take on more of a literal sense have a great and safe weekend uh happy thanksgiving and shop safe again on black yes. friday and shop at rob's store he will be there he'll sign whatever he needs to be signed and uh <laughs> if you yeah. need a job also hit up rob he's probably hiring <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Fly, go fly.